hello, what is up, beautiful people? Thank you for tuning into this podcast. I have been on an interesting break, and uh, the last episode I uploaded was a month ago. A month ago. I know, it's been a month. But I'm getting back to it, and this story I'm really excited to share. It's one of my good friends. He is also Indian, and his story is about... It took him quite a while to realize that men's school was not his thing. And it's about how he realized. And as an Indian, I could relate to what he was talking about. So I hope you enjoyed your story. And uh, please let me know what you, what you think of it. And thank you for tuning in. I moved to Illinois, uh, specifically Danville, Illinois, from uh, Iowa when I was in fifth grade, moved. And then middle school was this whole transition of meeting all these new people, getting used to like, you know, a new environment. And I didn't really fit in with everyone else around me, right? Uh, and I was teased a lot and bullied a lot too in, in middle school, ever since like, you know, fifth grade, sixth, seventh, eighth. Um, and then high school was a real, big transition for me because it's where I started actually finding people that were similar to me where we had the same sort of interests and it was also like a time where I stopped caring about what other people said high school was a good time like it is it, coming from years of just not knowing who I really was and, and like being like depressed every day and like bullied every day to then not caring it was also during that time where I I discovered my personality. That's what I discovered, okay. But I had no real, real idea of what I wanted to do in life. The only thing I could think of doing and the only option that was given to me was being a doctor. That was something that my parents had been telling me ever since I could rem- remember. Like, you know, Mana, medicine is a good field. You know, you, sh- you should choose medicine, this, this, and that. And then I have I have a bunch of cousins. Um, I think like five of my cousins are physicians. So, and you know, with Indian parents, they're always comparing. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. also, also competition. You're like, oh, did you see... Uh, so-and-so uncle's son he's a he's a doctor it's such a good career you know like that's what and that's what people don't say like parents like indian parents they won't say you have to do this no maybe they will sometimes but they'll they'll give you those subtle like hints or they'll make those comments they're like oh no 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 you know look look at look at his son such a good career Whereas look at this person, they didn't do medicine. Wow, they must be suffering. You know, it's like it's, it's they play these mind games with you. Mm-hmm. And then I, I I told I was in, in high school. I was really interested in art. Like mm-hmm. I was really good at drawing, and that was like my escape. Like I would draw, right? So I just you know raised this question to my mom one time. I was like, Mom, what if I just became an artist? You know, I like doing it. I'm I'm good at it. What if I just you know became an artist? She's like. Yeah, art is like a hobby, though. You know, I think medicine is a good field. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, and then I, I started questioning it more. I was like, you know, what if I, I don't want to do medicine? What if I, I, I want to, I don't know, go go and be a history teacher? I love I love history, uh, and I've always liked to teach people. You know, 
like in, like when I was in high school, I, I used to tutor people. So, you know, I thought that'd be a good opportunity for me. And then she was like, it's <laughs> my mom. She, 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 she's caught between wanting to support me, but then also wanting me to be a doctor. So she's like, her, the expression on her face is very glum, but the word she's saying doesn't match. She's like, huh, yeah, no, that's good. You do whatever you want to do, Mona. That, that sounds like a good idea. Like, you know, like she, she's saying that, but her emotions aren't into it. And I, and you know, they're not into it, right? Growing up, my, my, my dad was very frugal. So in terms of like wanting to explore myself and other things, like I wanted, I didn't, I wanted to make YouTube videos when I was in high school. I wanted to do this, this, and that. Like I wanted to play tennis, I wanted to play basketball, but all those things require money, right? Like if I wanted to play basketball, I need a uniform, I need shoes, I need equipment for tennis, same thing. For film, like same thing, I, I need a laptop, I need a computer. We need internet. We didn't have internet in, in high school, in, in my house. We knew those things. Those things cost money. So for me, I didn't have that opportunity to really explore what it was that I wanted to do, explore interests that I had. So the only idea of what I could do came from my parents and everyone in my family saying medicine. So that's why I went into college thinking, that the only career option for me was medicine. When I was applying to college, I applied to this one program at the University of Illinois in Chicago. They have a uh, like they have this program where if you apply, you get automatically accepted to the medical school after you graduate from undergrad. So after your four years, you automatically get into the medical school, and then you're on that pre-med track. So I applied to that program because two of my cousins got accepted into that program and were physicians, right? I remember like part of the essay question was, why do you want to be a physician? Why do you want to be a doctor? Why do you want, why do you like medicine? And I, my answers were, were bullshit. So then you, you come into college, freshman year of college, mm -hmm. you're pre-med mm -hmm. and you start studying pre-med. Mm -hmm. How's that going? It was miserable, man. <laughs> like, let me tell you, like my, so in high school, uh, I was valedictorian. Uh, so that means I, I ranked first in my class. Okay. Um, but I ranked first in my class at, when I, and I wasn't even fully applying myself. Like I was not in high school. I was never fully applying myself. I was like barely skating by and staying on top. Um, like, so I, I did as much work as I could do to just stay on top, but never fully like put my, like applied myself. Right. Obviously, like I knew I didn't want to do pre-med, right? Like a part of me knew that, but I convinced myself this is the only thing I could do. So I wasn't, I, I wasn't passionate about it. I wasn't, you know, I, I didn't have the enthusiasm to actually do it. So I was trying to apply that same philosophy in high school to college. But college is a completely different animal, right? You can't you can't half-ass things in college and expect to to get good marks. It's it's not how it works. So that first semester was a true like it, it was it was an awakening call, wake up call for me. Like I I at the end of the semester I think I had two two C's 
uh, a couple of B's and one A. And for me, in high school, where I got nothing but A's, having forget about the B, having a C, you know, like was unheard of. And I, that's I think that's so I kind of talked about how I was a little depressed in middle school. In high school, I, I was I felt much better, but then in college, like after that first semester, that's where I really really got like depressed after failing in something I had always succeeded in, which was education. Like to me, a C was like I consider myself a total failure for that. So in freshman year, you knew you had an idea. There was a voice in my mind that told me, "You don't want to do this. Why are you doing this? You're, you're an you idiot." No, but I I locked that voice up into a, a box, and there's like five different locks on it, probably, <laughs> and I threw away the key. You know, so like that voice was there, but it was a it was, I locked it away. So, so did you graduate pre- with pre med? Yep. So you you made it all all the way through. So. I I. I College for me, in general, was was a very depressing time. Like pre med was part of it, uh, but I was also dealing with depression, right? And a lot of it had to do with the fact that I knew that pre med was not something I wanted to do, but I was still pushing myself to do it because I had pressure from my parents to do it, and if I didn't do pre med. Then I knew they would be disappointed in me. I never was there a single semester where I got all A's. Never was there a single semester where I think I, I think it was one semester where I got two A's maybe. Um, but yeah, it's like it's like, like I just didn't have the drive or the motivation. Like I would go through these emotional ups and downs because of my depression. Because at that point, like where I had no like self-identity as to who I was or who like who what I wanted to do what I wanted to be like that that just worsened my depression like for me I was I just didn't have the motivation to do anything uh I didn't I didn't have the drive and I was always tired and fatigued and I just like wanted to spend my my time just staying in my room uh watching tv or reading a book or just like closing myself away from society um, and not not really taking a stab at making a difference in my life I, I i had full knowledge of what i needed to do i knew what i needed to change i knew the things i needed to do to make my life better like i knew i needed to stop uh the track of medicine i knew i needed to take something else I knew I needed to talk to people, reach out to people, get out into the society, get out in the world, and and learn more things and figure out what I wanted to do. I knew all those things, and I knew if I didn't do that, I was going to dig myself into a hole. But I didn't have the motivation to do it. Second semester of my junior year, I did find, as I said, I would go through emotional ups and downs. So when I was on this emotional up, I was like, no, I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to make a difference. Like, I would go through these periods where I, I would convince myself that I was going to make a difference in my life. And I'd build up all this energy. And I would do it for a couple of days and then crash, right? So during one of those periods, 
uh, I decided to pick up a psychology major. So before, like pre-med, I was a biology major, right? But most biology majors, I mean, most pre-med students always choose biology as a major, biology or chemistry, one of those two. So I was already majoring biology and I was still in my mind convincing myself that medicine was the way to go. But in this emotional like up I had, I was like, you know, what if I don't want to do medicine? What if I want to go into psychology? Because I've always been interested in, in human psychology from the time where I grew up, you know, with my parents, like my dad and I never had a good, strong relationship. Uh, and his, I was always curious as to how the both of us reacted very differently to the same situation. So that's why I was always interested in psychology because I knew what, whatever he was doing, he believed 100% in his actions. And whatever I thought about the same situation, I also believed 100% in, right? But we had complete opposite viewpoints. So that's why I wanted to study psychology. So I, that's why I started actually questioning more what it was I wanted to do. So I picked up psychology as a second major. And there were times, like, you know, I told you, it's a roller coaster, emotional ups and downs. I, this was, psychology was something I'm still very passionate about. But because I was depressed, there were times very close that I almost gave up on that psychology major. Right. I mean, in, in completing a major, like in general, like any sort of major in a year and a half, because like, I, I, I picked it up second semester junior year. So I had a year and a half to complete it. So I think even, yeah, even without depression, that's tough. Mm -hmm. But I had convinced myself that, you know, not, not convinced. I, I had motiv motivated myself that I was going to do this. So I didn't let those emotional downs for like the first time in my life, like during my college years. I didn't let those, that emotional, like my emotional downs, like make me quit on something, right? So I completed that psychology major. Like my last semester, senior year, I had 21 credits, whereas everyone else, they're, they're at like 12 credits or, you know, part-time students are taking all these BS classes, whereas I was taking all these like 400 level psychology classes trying to complete the major, which I did. Uh, so I, I was really proud of that. Really proud of that. It's been four years you've been out of school? Yeah. You're not a doctor. I'm not. You're not a physician. No. What changed? So, uh, I graduated back in 2015, May 2015. Uh, and I, that, that year, that summer, uh, May, June of 2015, I applied to medical school and you, you know what like what's what's funny you know people when they apply to medical school or any sort of like you know graduate level school like that they do all the research right to figure out okay i need to apply by this date i am i have this list of schools i need to get letters of recommendation i need to do this this and this and they have this planned out months in advance i didn't i didn't realize uh until the applications had already opened that they had already opened for medical school applications. The application opens on usually the first week of June. Uh, and people usually have like, so for the primary application, they usually have until like October, November to complete it. But the admissions are rolling, meaning whoever applies first 
has first preference, right? Like the applications get reviewed as soon as they come in by these universities. So even if you have until November to complete the application, everyone submits the application on June 1st, right? So I was already behind from, from that perspective. I did finally submit it like in the end of June, but sure, I realized I hadn't even talked to my professors for letters of recommendation uh, at the beginning of June because that's how much I was not invested in it, you know? So I had to rush and ask professors for letters of recommendation. Uh, and, you know, like, luckily, I, I'm still not sure how I got, I got four letters of recommendation. Um, thank God to them. I mean, you know, they, they really, like, they, they really pulled it out for me. Uh, like, one, one professor, I specifically signed up for psychology research over the summer just so that I can get a letter of recommendation out of her. Uh, I did this research for like three weeks and asked for a letter of recommendation. <laughs> and she wrote it. She wrote it. But like, you know, like it must have been a BS letter of recommendation. Like she didn't even really know me that well and I didn't know her, but I didn't have any other options. All right. So, so I applied. Then um, this is 25. And I, and I got, I actually got uh, an interview offer. Didn't prepare at all for the, the, the interview. Obviously, I got to the interview. I bombed it. Uh, and then my, my dad took me to the interview. And then when, when I got out of it, he was like, oh, how'd it go? And I was like, you know, I remember telling t t telling him, like, I didn't want to tell him that, you know, I think I did terrible. So, again, I told him, like, well, you think I did okay? You know, I think we'll be fine. Because I knew they, they had until then. This interview was in November. They had until April to tell me mm. if I got accepted or not. So I was just putting it off. I was like, you know, like I have five months to, to wait, you know, I'll be fine. You know, I'll, of course I'll get the, the, the spot in the medical school, right? Like I, in, even if I don't, I don't worry about it until five more months. Mm -hmm. When April of 2016 came around, realized that I didn't get accepted. At that point, I didn't have any other medical school interviews either. So I was pretty much like all the other schools had outright rejected me. Even then, Shreyash, I still convinced myself that, you know, it's fine. People, a lot of people, they don't get accepted into medicine. Their first try, just do it again. April of 2016, you still are thinking like, yeah, medicine is my thing. Yeah, exactly. My dad's like, my, my dad's there the whole time like, Manan, what can we do to make sure that you do better, right? Like, what can we do to make sure... The next time around, like he's already talking about this before I'm even like thinking about it. Like next time around, how can you get accepted? Like he's just, you know, he's, he's hitting the nail on the head. Like, you know, just trying to hammer me into, into applying again. Right. Obviously at this time I, I had also, I was working as a medical scribe. Uh, so during like, I, I actually started working as a medical scribe in October of 2015, uh, to get more experience. Uh, so I was, I was working with this physician, um, and even during that time, worked in a spine and pain management clinic during that time, even during that time, like I saw what the, the, the doc doctors were doing every day, right? I was working with them every day and I knew like I didn't, I wouldn't enjoy doing that, you know, every day, but I still would convince myself, oh, you know what? Like maybe some days, yeah, it wouldn't be that much fun. But then other days I can just sit around and like, you know, watch YouTube videos and then see a patient every now and then. <laughs> because that's what he was doing. 
the doctor I was working with, he would spend a lot of time just watching YouTube videos. And then when he had a patient, he'd be upset that he had a patient and go see the patient. Like, you know, he, he, he didn't want to deal with the patients. So to me, that didn't seem abnormal at all. It's like, oh, okay, you know, like, I can just do what he's doing, right? And he's making a lot of money, man. Like, I can just, like, you know, set up my practice and have some patients here and there. And, and not during, in, in between patients, I can just, like, you know, mess around and do, do anything else that I wanted to do. So now it's April 2016, mm -hmm. and you're thinking to apply again. Yep. So then I applied again. So I applied again. Yeah, yeah. I this time around I applied earlier because I knew <laughs> it opened. The application started in June, like June first. So I applied again. Um, but I applied to a lot of different schools that I had not previously applied to. So I kind of widened my opportunities and again i got one interview from a different school but i got one interview uh and that was for school in alabama so me and my dad we took a road trip down to alabama we drove and i had prepared myself this time around prepared myself right um so after the interview, like during the interview, like I, I thought it did pretty good, you know, I had, and I also had convinced myself like, you know, first of all, I'd never wanted to be in Alabama, but this is the only school that offered me an interview. So I was like, you know what? Alabama can't be that bad. Right. Like when I got there, I was like, oh, this is so great. Like when I think back now, I was like, it was a terrible school. Um, like, you know, the community wasn't like what I wanted to be a part of. Uh, the school is, the building itself was nice, but like, you know, there weren't that many resources around me. Like, it wouldn't have been ideal for my education. The school itself was pretty new. So, I thought the interview went okay. Uh, I, I got a little nervous in between there, but I think it went okay. And then, during this, and then, and then they, they wouldn't, they told me that they wouldn't let me know whether I got accepted or not until February. So, I had a few more months to wait until the, after the interview to find out the final result. And during this time, during that time is when I actually really started questioning um, if I wanted to do medicine. Like, I remember one day, like after the interview, uh, and I was in, I was working as a scribe in clinic, and I was seeing how much several of the physicians I worked with hated doing what they were doing. Um, and and I was like thinking about the interview, and I was like. You know that I really liked that school. That I really like that environment, and and do, am I really invested in it to the point where I'm going to enjoy doing this on a daily basis? And I think that's when, like, when I started questioning those things a little bit more, after like all this pressure. That's when like those thoughts that I locked away in that box, the locks started coming off, you know? Um, that's when I really like started questioning whether or not I want to do medicine. And it, it wasn't, it wasn't like one instance that made me like really question it, right? It wasn't one instance. It was a series of events like, you know, rejection, failure, depression, fighting through it, but not still not succeeding. Like there's a series of events that 
really forced me to open up that box. You know, like I could have, if I got accepted into me- into medical school that first time around, I would be, I would, I, I would, I, I'm, pro- I'm convinced that I would be a resident right now. I'd be in residency. I would have forced myself. Either I would be in residency or I would have dropped out of medical school because I would have failed. Right? Because I probably would have failed because I wasn't that passionate about it. But I would have gone down that line because it would have been easier to accept that than to question it mm-hmm. at that point. So that's when I really started questioning it. So then now it's uh, November of 2016. Mm-hmm. And now you're, you're, you're starting the question, mm-hmm. is it really my thing? Mm-hmm. Then, then comes February of, uh, February of 20, 2017, right? So when I find out. And I found out that I got accepted. Okay. I found out that the school in Alabama had accepted me. And the initial reaction for anyone after they have worked that hard to get accepted to a school is all this excitement, right? But for me, I didn't realize this until I read the email that said I got accepted, but I was hoping that I got rejected. And I didn't realize it until I saw that I got accepted. And my initial good reaction was not happiness. It was confusion. It was anxiety of what do I do now? You know, like, yeah, cool. I got accepted, but I got accepted. <laughs> you know, it's, I, you know, as I was saying, like those, the lock on that box, at that point, I had loosened significantly. And I knew like I didn't really knew and I accepted was or was starting to accept that I didn't want to do medicine. Um, and then like, I guess I, I, I talked to a couple of my cousins uh, who were physicians and a couple of them actually told me about how much they didn't like what they were doing. And they told me that, Mona, if this is something that you really want to do, then you have to be like, if you want to do medicine, it has to be something that you really want to do. It has to be something that you really invested in, something that you can't, you can't see yourself doing anything else. And for me, I didn't know what else it is, it was I wanted to do, but I could see myself doing a lot of other things besides medicine. You know what I mean? Like I, for me, like I would have enjoyed being, I don't know, like a physical therapist, uh, maybe as much as I would have enjoyed being a doctor. In fact, I probably, I probably would have enjoyed being a teacher more than being a doctor, right? Like there are so many questions, so many doubts. And I realized that if I accepted going into medical school, if I accepted the, the offer, I would be putting myself at risk of being hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt for something I did not want to do and something that I would not enjoy for the rest of my life. And there was a chance that I would, throughout the process of medical school, medical school drop out because I didn't. I, it, was, it would have been too much for me. 
uh, it would have been too much of me doing something I didn't enjoy doing. And at that point, again, I'd be so much in debt that I would have screwed up my life. And I had had a couple of friends who had also gone to medical school, dropped out, and they're hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt with nothing to show for it. So I accepted them at that point for myself. And I think this was like, I had until April to let them know my decision. March, I, I made the decision for myself. But then comes the time to talk to your parents about it. I was just going just gonna to ask that. Yeah. And that in itself is its, is its own struggle, right? That in itself is its own so struggle. So let me, before that, let me ask you. In February, you, you knew that you didn't want to, medicine yeah you knew that you were not going to go to that school i like i pretty much knew mm-hmm. okay and so now you're prepping to talk to your parents mm-hmm. that you do it in march mm-hmm. so how does that go <laughs> it 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 didn't just happen in like convincing them that I did not want to go to medical school was not something that I was able to do in in one day. It took quite a bit of time. Like, I told them, you know, I I straight up told them that, you know, if I did this, I would not be happy. If I did medicine, if I became a doctor, I would not be happy with for the rest of my life. Uh, and I explained to them like this year's events and I explained to them like, you know, my, my track record of failure. And I, I told them like, you know, th- it's not because I'm not an intelligent person. I, I mean, I consider myself and maybe this is me, I don't know, being like very high, on, on my high horse, but I, I consider myself to being a reasonably intellectual person. Like if I'm invested in something, I will do everything I can to succeed at it if it's something I want to do. That was never the case with medicine because I never could motivate myself to try that hard enough in order to succeed at the level that I needed to. So I told them, like, you know, I've been questioning this my whole life. Like, you know, ever since, not my whole life, but like, you know, ever since I initially took the first step into going to medicine, like, it's never been something that's been firm in my mind. Never been something that I've I've been truly invested in doing. And I've already wasted five years of my life trying to pursue something that ultimately I didn't want to do. Like college is gone. I wasted I wasted my four years of college for nothing. And I and I still you know obviously at this point like it is what it is. I've accepted. I've moved on. But that also like you know like realizing that four years of college you spend doing something you didn't want to do is 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 kind of devastating at that point too, right? Like I had the opportunity to learn so many different things, go into so many different fields. I had it was all access, accessible to me, but I didn't take that opportunity because it was easier to just to go down the path of medicine. I explained that to, to, to my parents, um, and obviously, like, was well, it may not be obvious, but they didn't understand. Like for them, it's like, Manan, you made it this far, you got accepted. Like, we need to celebrate. We need to tell all the uncles and aunties. We need to tell the rest of the family that you got accepted, right? Like. But, yeah, so, and then it, 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 t- it took a lot of, a lot of 
talk it took a lot of different conversation a lot of uh different time